Hello to the listeners, and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast. I believe this is number 366, which is one <laughs> more day than is in the standard year, unless yeah. it's a special year. Wait, you know when there's a leap year? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't affect how many days... Do you get... Oh, yeah, no, I suppose it no, would, not it? must, yeah. Must be yeah. one more. Excellent. Oh, so if it... And actually, wasn't this year a leap year? Well, didn't we have a longer February or a longer... Who knows Something at this, this point? Year. I really don't yeah. know. This year needs know. to end already. <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I am your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by uh, Richmond Walker. Hello. And Imogen Donovan. Hi. Hi. How are you both doing? Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Imogen? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Yeah. It's um, obviously... Just uh, mm. an awful and surreal time at the moment. And yeah. I appreciate that doing a podcast like this can seem absurd in the light of the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing that I can say. I think it's important at times like this not to say, but to listen, to learn yeah. as best you can, uh, to offer support where you can. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can provide a sort of small little island of relative good humour in an otherwise awful moment yeah um having having said that you know uh i don't know it's it's difficult and and there's there's nothing really that i can say and there's nothing really that i should say so Mm. with that uh let's let's sort of crack on um Mm -hmm. as we as we usually would in the mad industry that we're in and the mad jobs that we do for a living <laughs> uh right half-life 3 already happened that it was called bioshock and all of those things that half-life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by irrational and that's where it went half-life 3 would be brilliant when we get it if we get it never ever gonna get it when we get it if we get it grumble 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 when we get it if we get it What we have been playing this past week, uh, other than the big thing, which is The Last of Us Part 2, which Rich mm-hmm. and I have been playing, but we cannot yep. talk about that. Well, we can talk about that in a preview capacity, yeah. but it's very, very specific what we can talk about. Yeah. And I kind of feel like maybe it would be a little bit better if we could just wait and then talk about it with a little bit more freedom. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the final review embargo lifts on the 12th. Yeah, cause, well, we're allowed to preview a very specific section. Yes. And that section was a while back for Josh and I. And we're, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, like, yeah. what happened there again? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You kind of want like, the whole context of the rest of the game to ground that as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, like, if possible, we may think about doing, like, a spoiler chat. If, you know, if we have time oh. to do that, that mm. might be a really cool conversation to have. Yeah. Um, just to talk about the game in a more free way at yeah. a future time. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, I have been playing a little game called Skell Attack. Oh yeah, which is it's from Akuza Studio, and uh, it's it's pu- it's actually published or co-published uh, by Konami. It's a bit of a weird one. They make games. Um, 
They <laughs> no way. Yeah, I know. Right? They still do. Yeah. This is apparently part of a sort of a new and sort of wider Western publishing effort that Konami's uh, partaking in. Right. Um, and so they're assisting with this game, and they're assisting, I, th- I think, with a with a broad range of indies. So it's kind of it's it's kind of a cool thing. And it was when I saw the sort of the logo pop up. When I was playing that, I was like, "Oh God, yeah, it's good. Good to see the good to see Konami are doing stuff." <laughs> um, but it's that it's it's the effort of a small California studio, Akuza. Um, and before that, it was it was this this chap called David Stanley. It was pretty much his baby, and he was doing almost everything for it. So it's, it's kind of two D uh, dungeon sort of platformer, twitchy platformer with some combat and some some little sort of Metroidvania-y elements in there. Um, although not re- it's far more of a kind of your classic action platformer than it's a Metroid-y uh, type thing but then uh, Stanley he was hired by Akuza as an art director so then it became a more sort of studio wide thing yeah um, so you play as a skeleton uh, called Scully of course which I quite like mm-hmm. yeah and your best friend is a bat uh, called Imba and it's kind of like a, a a round just a sphere with wings and a stupid little smile um, so I, I quite like that, uh, and it's it's a charming charming thing. Like it it, it has a really kind of uh, hand drawn sort of cartoony bright look to it, um, and some of the platforming in there is devilish. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys do you guys kind of get on with the sort of twitchy like Super Meat Boy or this bits in Hollow Knight? Do you kind of have a taste for that sort of thing? Mm, not so much for me. <laughs> I find it too um, patience testing. Yeah, it it can be. Although I do, I am a fan of. So, the game it's it's not really uh, in that league. It's not as brutally difficult as something like Meat Boy, and its its challenges are sort of they're sort of broken up a little bit more by the combat. It's got little hack and slash elements and sort of up, you know upgradable things like you have a sword that's made of bone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of upgrade it so you can bat enemy projectiles back and things like that. Yeah. Um, the platforming's like tough. It's got your your wall slide, your wall jump, mm-hmm. your sort of double, triple jump. You know all all the sort of the the bits that you'd expect. Yeah. Um, but the kind of the cool thing is that it sort of flips the formula on its head. So instead of you know like raiding a dungeon, you basically live in a dungeon. Yeah. Um, and and you are a skeleton and the kind of the human invaders they're not really oh. the, the goodies at all they're trying to kind of plunder uh, your power source and so you you kind of you go about the mad platforming um in order to try and repel the the human invaders and it's um <clears throat> it's a nice game it's it's not like it's not a long game you can probably blow through it in an afternoon or so mm. um but it's it's it, it gets by an awful lot of it on its on its animation on its art. It's quite a bright. It's quite, it, It's very sort of uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas style. In fact, uh, the heroes live in a little village called Aftervale, and all of the people that live there are also little skeletons. Oh yeah, which is kind of cool. So it has a nice. It has Keep a sort playing. of charming little. Um, little vibe to it <laughs> uh but but yeah there's also there's and there's sort of stuff that'll that'll sort of take you off the beaten path as well so you can mm. you can go after like special abilities and stuff so like your 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 batmate has a little sonar thing which lets you know where traps are or sort of like hidden items and things like that so if you're kind of a you know if you're a completionist you can sort of comb through and find a lot of extras um, but it was nice, actually. In fact, I, it's funny how these things work out. It was exactly the kind of thing that you need 
when you've just done like a four hour session on the last of us too it's really nice yeah. to be able yeah. to just sort of go, <laughs> go into a nice um like bright cartoony well it's, it's it's just sort of decent escapism i think um with 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 some interesting little bits of humor like for instance uh one of the characters calls imp describes imber as like a goth baseball which yeah. I thought was quite funny and there's a, there's a few little like little lines in there where it's it's sort of it's quite wittily written it mm-hmm. sort of pokes fun at the kind of the classic platformy adventure yeah. tropes um so oh, yeah it's it, it'll uh, my my review of it will have gone out yesterday mm mm uh, and <laughs> so, so be sure to read that on videogamer.com. Uh, but yeah, Skeletat. It's got a good name. Yeah, uh, although yeah. I do, I do argue that the name is kind of misleading because you're not really attacking; you're defending. You know, yeah. Skel defend. Skel defend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, food for thought. But yeah, it's, it's it's good stuff, and I am kind of excited to see as well, like what other things Konami has under its belt. Because I was completely, I don't know if this was a known thing that it was going to sort of dip its toes in. In wider publishing, I was unaware of that. Did you guys know about that? I had no idea. No, no. I, no. I thought Konami had sort of given up on making things that aren't pairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or pachinko fact, machines. Yeah, uh, they. We, we even had a couple of listeners that were saying, like, you know, when is Konami going to do it? Because it was like, or well, someone asked, you know, between Konami and and Sega, mm. who's squ- squandering their amazing IPs the most. But yeah, it's just it's just been a while. But oh, hey ho. Uh, in the meantime, Imogen, you have been playing. I'm going to forget the name of it. I want to <laughs> say Ever Forward. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, and this is because I am ignorant on the whole of my time at Porsche. Uh, but Ever Forward is from the same devs. Yeah. 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 I'm saying. And also, my time at games. Porsche is like a mm-hmm. it's an Animal Crossing style thing, right? You're sort of farming. Yeah. And yeah. It's Stardew like Tony. That kind of like um, cartoony kind of thing, huh? Um, But yeah, this is like Ever Forward is completely different um, to that. It's a um, it's a puzzle game that has kind of narrative um, beats in between each of the puzzles. Um, I only played a demo. The demo is free now. Um, You can get it on uh, Steam, and apparently shows you about forty percent of the full game. Oh wow, that's pretty. Yeah, generous. I was like, demos go quite chunky, um, yeah. and so you play as this girl called um, Maya or Maya, hmm. um, and she's in this kind of very surreal, um, abstract world um, where um, she kind of starts out on a beach. She walks towards this kind of destroyed, all like kind of evil-looking. Um, like blocky kind of thing like it kind of looks like a living room and then she goes in there and then suddenly the whole thing glitches and she's in somewhere else she's on on these like kind of platforms and um stepping stones and then she'll she'll have to like complete a puzzle and then she gets sent back into the kind of nice area of this what i'm guessing is a simulation um and yeah i so I played these puzzles and I'm on to be honest with you I didn't super super enjoy them. Huh. Um, what sort of puzzles are we talking about here? There are like it's like pressure pad puzzles so like putting oh, a block yeah. on a like pressure pad will get rid of a gate. Um huh. and like turning on switches. Um and 
there are these things called roundy bots which are like (laughs) sentries which will if you cross into their like line of sight they'll just like i guess delete you and you have to stand like you have to start again from the point where you last saved it does have like a custom save um thing so you can um give yourself a checkpoint when you've got halfway through a pop puzzle and you don't want to go all the way back oh that's Um, cool which is nice um but i found that a lot of the puzzles were like put the block on the pressure pad or like wait for the wait for the platform to get here then jump onto the platform then yeah i do like those sorts of things can be a bit of a drag like they they work and i totally get why they're like an old sort of classic really the sort of push the block puzzle sort of thing but i but at the same time they can sometimes they can seem quite formulaic i guess yeah like and when i read the description for the game it said like oh we're gonna give you um more than one solution to the puzzles because people's brains work differently you know there's not going to be one kind of path to completing it uh-huh. um and then i found that like actually i couldn't really think of another way to complete it it was like just move to this <laughs> spot like distract the robot and <laughs> run past it um yeah but yeah, that yeah. is pot- it might be because it was a demo and they're not going to show all the like cards yet you know oh yeah that's true so i'm that's true. kind of willing to kind of give it a bit of leeway on that um yeah yeah but there was there was a slight problem at the end of the demo um where i literally couldn't complete the puzzle i just completely huh. got stuck and like i had to i looked up like a guide of how to right. complete it and like things were not in the right place like in my game oh no there was a whole missing block and i i wouldn't have been able to complete it oh, without wow. that block so- in the way <laughs> shit so that's, is that just like just a full on like whatever glitch problem yeah or like bug I or something? you know quit and then wow. restarted and it was still the same um huh. so that was odd yeah, <laughs> yeah that is um, quite and like the the art style is very like beautiful very colourful um and very like kind of high contrast like the kind of evil like blocky bits of her memory compared to the like very serene and gentle like parts of her memory and then these um huh. puzzles are all very like modular and blocky so i have like a theory of like oh it's probably she's probably like in her mind or like she's trapped inside some sort of simulation and that's yeah. how this child is like perceiving it um that's really that sounds like are you does it does that sort of stuff um like compel you through more than the puzzles themselves you sort of eager to find out more about this thing there is in the story there is like um because you're you're seeing it through her eyes rather than through an adult's eyes um Mm. there is there appears to be some sort of like crisis happening where everyone has to live indoors um and that her mum has to she's working as an engineer she's working to solve this particular problem i think and like Maya wants to help her as well, so she starts making her own inventions, and she makes the roundy bot, hmm. um, which is then like an enemy in the game. So there's something kind of funny happening huh. there. Um, but yeah. sounds kind of cool. Is it? Is it like? Um, <clears throat> it, it reminds me actually of a conversation we were having the other week mm-hmm. about <clears throat> games that games from strange developers i guess would be the way to put it so for instance it always struck me as a bit 
<clears throat> a bit strange and, and kind of cool that like creative assembly made alien isolation yeah right like art like after doing like rts games and like yeah. a, like a viking hackers they suddenly do this really atmospheric first person horror it's kind of cool does it does this strike you as like a is this a strange thing to expect from that from this dev- i mean has the developer is it pathia yeah developer? yeah pathia games have they has pathia only done uh my time at porsche that's the only one that i know of um huh. and it was very like it looks completely different it's a very kind of like realistic um style of game and it, it's completely different mechanics um oh, sweet. so it does feel like a little bit weird like when i saw that oh yeah it's the same people that did this i'm like oh, okay i'm like willing to see what where and how this will go um, yeah like you expecting a certain thing you're sort of like yeah okay i'll <laughs> yeah i'll see what they sort of what they turn out and it yeah the game is definitely interesting um but i'm not sure if like what i've seen so far is it you know when they say like this is 40 percent of the game and you're like progress will carry over huh. i'm like okay because usually with a demo you'd get like a tiny kind of slice of it and it's like yeah, thanks for playing sure. our game wish list it or something yeah 40 percent. yeah that's generous yeah but yeah. still i mean do, do you kind of want to play on do you reckon you you might or is it was it or if you had your fill because i guess that's the danger of having a 40 percent demo yeah. is people might go yeah i've had my lot of that <laughs> i mean do you want to sort of ch- crack on if you could i think i'm good to be honest like i think i've seen (laughs) what it's about and that's i think it'll be really up some people's streets but for me i was just like yeah got it i understand yeah that's like you know when you see a trailer for a film and you're like yeah got it yeah for sure for sure especially like horror or comedy you're like well you've given away loads of the punchlines in the trailer so i think you've basically seen the film a lot of trailers (laughs) do that don't they they do. They You're do. Like, I don't oh, need to see it now. I know the whole plot. Thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Save save me some time. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So. Fair dues. Oh well. And that is. I want to say it's not. It's ever. I was. I was about to say ever remember. And then I was about <laughs> to say no. It's not that. It's ever space. And then I was no. like no. It's ever forward. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Rich, uh, with unflagging dedication to uh, you know. To, mm. to, to the industry to the to the brand new games that come out each and every week I'm on the cutting <laughs> edge always Rich is on the cutting edge the bleeding edge yeah um, although not the not game there. bleeding edge no. that, that actually would be relatively new uh, you've been playing GoldenEye or, or to give it its proper name <laughs> GoldenEye 007 yeah for the Nintendo 64 64-bit console yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's a backstory to this so basically Elise and I have been having a bit of a clear out in our house right? and uh, I found an N64 with um, power cable and RF cable to connect it up and all that no controllers and no games oh so um, yeah so I was like well I have an N64 why not make use of it so I got onto eBay got myself a copy of GoldenEye bought a controller oh wow they came in the post and I thought I'll have a little crack so yeah I'll have a go uh, (laughs) I'll have a go at that yeah, yeah. Well, what? How is what? Uh, how is the controller first of all? Because buying uh, well, second hand controllers often a risky business. Oh, uh, great condition, very good. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The stick was all nice and everything. But also, <laughs> N64 controllers had that weird thing where when you left them, the I can't, I don't know what it was, but the analog sticks had that weird like white flaky stuff that accumulated on them. Loads. I did have like, to clean it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so tell me about oh, so tell me about this GoldenEye game. <laughs> I only played the first level again because, as it turns out, that controller is hideous. It's fucked, it's, isn't it? You have, how, you have to hold it by like yeah. you have to hold it by the middle trident like it's yeah. a gun. But then I forgot it has a trigger on that. It's it's bit, got though. a trigger on the underside. It's pr- it's proper like a gun except with an analog stick on yeah. top. But it's um, so unwieldy, and I just think, horrible. how did we ever play this? And I remember <laughs> playing it quite well. Yeah, same, yeah. And actually, I think there were some things that were on the right-hand like face buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- 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 those yellow buttons do. were your strafe and look up and down. It's mental. So even then, you couldn't really use the analog stick properly. No. Because you, ha- you had to sort but of switch um, hands. Well, there's extremely generous auto-aim, so you can just sort of fudge your way through it with the, the stick and nothing else and then you've got mm. if you hold the right shoulder obviously you'll you know rivet yourself to the spot and you can look around with your crosshair yeah yeah um, but yeah I mean, you can sort of like fine tune and stuff That's can't it, you yeah. like you can stand there and then you can go for there and I remember it's got that classic thing that like uh, time splitters well I guess every first person shooter had it which is when it snaps back the gun snaps back to like the middle of the screen yeah yeah it does yeah which um, is kind of nutty. But yeah, I just... Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a shame. I'd spent all this money on getting a controller in a game and it just hasn't aged well at all. So my hope <laughs> is what I'll do is I'll get another controller, get someone round who I used to play it with, yeah. like, you know, and re- just have a reminiscent kind of session. <laughs> and then we're both in the same boat then, aren't we? We're both um, yeah, this, this floundering with the controller. Might That might be fun. Yeah, God, the split screen on that game was 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 unbelievable. Paintball just, mode, mate. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and and it was being odd job was just unfair. Just oh, cheat. Yeah. yeah, shout out to my friend Pob, who uh, <laughs> used to be odd job little bastard. Pob. Yeah. <laughs> Is your friend some sort of childhood mascot stuffed toy? No, unfortunately, Sounds I don't know like why it. he was called Pob. <laughs> He was just—he just came to us fully formed as Pob. We didn't Brilliant. give him that nickname. Yeah, I also feel like I want to give a shout out to this mysterious Pob, wherever <laughs> he, wherever he may be. I, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I think we were recently talking about <clears throat> uh, Perfect Dark because twenty-year uh, anniversary of that game coming up, and uh, I mean, what a game that was. Mm. But in many ways, it was just—it was just GoldenEye two point two point oh. Really, it was just Needed the, sort of the same uh, thing. But. The little red ram pack thing for that. Oh to get the most my out of it. goodness! Do you know yeah. I actually forgot about the ram thing? <coughs> yeah, yeah. What was that called? It had a funky name. Oh, I can't remember. I can look it, it was up obviously for you. there was the ru- there was the rumble pack, which is just your classic, you know, your your your, well, your, your rumble. But mm. then there was also yeah the added ram. I forgot about that. But yeah, Goldeneye. Oh, I just expansion f- pack P A K P A K classic. Yeah. yeah, a bit like Mortal Kombat. I have a weird thing with Goldeneye where I, I mean I absolutely love it. I think it's an excellent mm. uh, game, but it is a far better a shooter than it is a Bond game. Right. It's 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 got the Bond stuff. I mean, like so, for instance, my one of my favourite Bond games, Everything or Nothing, mm. is kind of that. That's your that's the sort of the pinnacle. That or from Russia with Love, where it's it's got the sort of Bond flavour. Like you've got, got the, the car, set you pieces, got the driving, mm. got the set pieces, and you've got those little 007 little moments, which you do yeah. have in GoldenEye as well, I should say. But it, it always felt like a revolutionary shooter. Like it was just incredible, and it basically changed everything. It put shooters on console, right? I mean, it was. 
you know, it was that, and then and then Halo, I guess, was the next huge forward step. Uh, but I guess, like, in terms of console, you know, shooters, as, as I suppose, it was mm. sort of GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, and then I guess Halo moved it forward. But I always felt it's a shame because GoldenEye, incredible game, but just not quite up there with the best of, of actual Bond games, just for the feel of it. But it's got Doctor Doke in it. Well, yeah, of course. And that, and that, and that. That does elevate it somewhat, <laughs> but yeah, you can yeah. you can probably get it like on PC and just use a mouse to control. By the way, well, I believe just, there's um a, a big project going on at the moment because I follow Doctor Doak, a, yeah. a, a full remake, and it looks pretty amazing. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Is it Unreal or? I think so. Someone needs to get hold of that. Pay that yeah. guy and get him to make it for console as well. Give that man the ten thousand dollars. Yeah, they, they were they were gonna do uh, like a golden eye thing for XBLA, just like they did for Perfect Dark. I think mm. when he did the Perfect Dark, room. and then I don't know. I think perhaps it got tied up in um, legal nonsense. In yeah, because mm. no one ever knows who's got the bloody rights to either the rights have reverted to Dan Jack or someone you don't suspect has sneakily still got the right. Like. Yeah. At the minute, I don't. I know Activision gave it up. I presume Dan Jack just mm. are yet to license things out. But yeah, Goldeneye. What a game! Makes Indeed. me makes me yeah. hanker after a new Bond game. Yeah, me, me too. But uh, yeah. Anyway, are you guys ready to be uh, to Quizzed. be newsified? Oh, yeah. Come on, sorry. Quiz <laughs> amateur, amateur. Uh, we've been talking so long about Goldeneye, I forgot where well, yeah, I was. Well, and yeah. quite rightly so. Don't say that. Like it's Imogen's ready for that. You're ready for the news, aren't you, Imogen? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should. You wrote most of this, so <laughs> <laughs> so I should bloody well hope you are. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Oh, Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Hello, Mousy. News. I have divided the news up into different parts. Uh, yeah. Now, you guys always surprise me because sometimes you want to talk about a particular thing slightly longer, and then other times the things that you think are going to be thought-provoking are actually just meh. I think so, just go with it. Go with it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to read out the quick news first, and it'll be funny if you actually want to talk about it. But we'll, okay. see, you know, we'll see. You never know. You never know. Uh, Xbox Series X promises backwards compatibility will support quote thousands of games at launch. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Love it. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the next Sherlock Holmes game. Sherlock Holmes Chapter One uh, follows the detective when he's just starting out uh, on a kind of Mediterranean island, and this was this was shown off in that trailer the other day. Was it State of Play? Or um, I, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know. But he looks too kind of um, hip. Yeah, I know. He look. He's <laughs> got the. I mean? um, he's got the. Uh, don't tell he's got me. A Jonathan Pierce. No, Jonathan Reed. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, uh, he's he's um from he's got Vampire. a haircut. I, I don't. I don't think Sherlock Holmes would have a haircut. He just wouldn't <laughs> have a haircut ever. Yeah. <laughs> he never ever once had do, famously. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He'd have slick slick back hair, yeah, yeah. surely. Yeah, no, Same for sure. Thing, well, yeah. and you know, look, g- g- give him the bloody deerstalker, please. He's got to earn it first. He's got to earn it. Yeah, it's like a sort of uh, superhero origin with yeah. the deerstalker. Right? It's not in the book, Josh. <laughs> yeah, but it's in the illustrations. Yeah? Right, okay. It's on the so tube station. We, we can... 
<laughs> we can cut him some leeway. And also, uh, Rich, I know you've... Uh, and actually, I can't remember if you have Imogen. <laughs> have you guys played the other... Is it Crimes and Punishments? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah. Have you not... What, the Devil's did, Daughter was the other the one I played. I've Daughter. only played two. There are, there are others. There's actually, there's, there's like loads of them yeah. in there. Like quiet, because it's Frogwares um, of the Sinking... Well, no, of Sherlock Holmes fame, I should say. Mm. But they also <laughs> did the Sinking City. They did. Um, What's your general thought on the Sherlock Holmes sort of games? Are they, are they worth playing? Um, right? Yeah, I kind of like them. There's something mm. endearing about them. Mm. Um, yeah, there's sort of that satisfying point-and-click kind of yeah. me- mentality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Crimes and Punishments I, t- I, I enjoyed totally... more than Devil's Daughter, I'd say. Right, okay, that's the one to go. Yeah, that, that yeah, actually, yeah, that was like reduced in a sale recently. Mm. I should have nabbed that one. But yeah, no, this one I just sort of I sort of smirked and thought this is funny. I might play this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was kind of it, it looked cool. Anyway, anyway, uh, oh, this one for you, Rich. But you will be loving it. Kingdom Hearts TV series may be in development for Disney Plus. Oh, Josh, come on, you've got to be happy about that. <laughs> Expanded universe, mate. <laughs> I love an expanded universe, so yeah, I'll be I'll be there. I'll be queuing. I haven't got Disney Plus, but I was toying. I was texting a friend. Have you guys got Disney Plus? Yeah, yeah. No, you have. I got it for for the Mandalorian and the World According to Jeff Goldblum. That that was pretty much all I was interested in. But now, obviously, you've just got classic Simpsons. Well, yes, of course. See, this is the um, sole reason. I my friend and I were talking the other day, and in theory. Um, he could give me his login and we could go halves on it and we could sort of share it because we I think but we just want classic Simpsons yeah so worth that's pretty much that. yeah but, um, I, I, that, that is your money's worth isn't it basically uh, yeah yeah I suppose I mean <laughs> you could just buy the box sets and then you have them forever yeah. that's true although it's and what, it probably it, 50 work out quid cheaper. for a yeah and then you'd actually have them you can oh, probably a find point. a Simpsons box set now especially series 1 to 10 for about yeah. six, seven quid. <clears throat> there was once a time when <clears throat> I uh, had a game physically, mm-hmm. um, but I was so unbelievably lazy, uh, I downloaded it onto the console because I couldn't be bothered getting up and going oh to get gosh. the disc and changing yeah, the disc. I've never done that. So I am that. very... Le- so the prospect of, whilst it is true, if you've got the box sets, you know, fair play to you, mm. but it is effort. Oh my God. Changing the discs. If you've got it all there, but I know, I I know, I take laziness to to new levels. So you know. just keep them to hand. Just keep them to hand. You're gonna want them. You know, you're gonna want them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, Last Guardian movie adaptation is being uh, written by the Godzilla writer Max Borenstein. Mm. It's quite funny, isn't it? It's almost I like can, yeah. You you wrote a thing about a big beast. Yeah. You must have experience. You're a beast writer. <laughs> I looked up yeah. um, his stuff on Wikipedia as well, and I was like, okay, so this guy does the monster films. That's what he <laughs> yeah, does. Because what is it? It's like Kong, Skull Island, yeah. uh, Godzilla, um, and Godzilla versus Kong, the new one, yeah. the upcoming one, and Godzilla like uh, is it King of the Monsters that that one? King mm. of the Monsters, yeah. uh, Godzilla. Goes to Starbucks, Godzilla, yeah, yeah. all the, all the yeah. various Godzilla spin-offs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Fish is the code name for Remedy's next game. Claims report. So is it now, based on that Tim Burton film? <laughs> With you and McGregor, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Do you know what? That's I quite like that Tim Burton. Have you guys? Have you both seen Big Fish? No. Yeah. <gasps> what? Oh, no, I've never heard of this. 
do you know I've got okay, Imogen because Imogen's got a list of movies she was going to catch up on yeah I'd, actually I don't think Big Fish is good enough to make she's got a really <laughs> good list it's kind um, of magical though isn't it and, and no it quite, is it's quite it is. nice I'll have a look it's all about it. tall tales and you know believing fairy tales and and Ewan McGregor's just immensely watchable mm. um, <laughs> yeah yeah true Albert know. Finney Albert Finney I love Billy, a bit of Billy Albert Crudup. Finney Billy Crudup yeah Danny hey, DeVito yeah Oh God, yeah. I forgot the car. And it's got yeah. that fellow who was in Twin Peaks who played the giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, classic strategy title Toy Soldiers is getting a sequel set in World War Two. Do you know what it's called? Uh, enlighten me. <laughs> Toy Soldiers 2. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm. And it makes sense. Killer because, marketing. <laughs> you know, World War Two came after World War One. World War II, it was the next one yeah. along. Yeah. 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 It's true. The, yeah, this is true. Uh, good, good guy. I remember uh, Toy Soldiers. Just an excellent sense of style. And yeah. just a killer idea. Just playing with little toys. Yeah. Like, it's just sort of perfect, really. Um, so more of that. Anyway. More of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, even more of this, mate. Fast and Furious Crossroads. <laughs> oh. Get- <laughs> gets a release date. But it also gets a gameplay trailer. Uh, and in the gameplay trailer, someone drives a sort of Mustang-type uh, vehicle. Was um, Benny in it in his little woolly hat? <laughs> Who's Benny? <laughs> From the soap Crossroads, which I assume it's... Uh... <laughs> It's referencing. No. Oh well, I don't. Uh, maybe that's the sort of. Um, maybe they've given us the gameplay reveal trailer now, but mm. then what they'll do is give us the story reveal trailer closer yeah. to release, and they'll yeah. reveal Benny and his little Benny's hat. Benny's back. Mm, Benny's back. Woolly hat and all. Woolly hat and all. Yeah. Uh, it looked ludicrous. At uh, one stage, they jumped a car over an enormous buzzsaw, and the buzzsaw was on the end of the of an arm of a crane, and the crane was going. I mean, it just looks bonkers. Yeah. Um, but I think it's got Michelle Rodriguez's voice in it and Vin Diesel's voice. Yeah, although the likenesses sure. are slightly dubious, I think, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They what I've seen are. so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, you know, it could be could be big and fun and silly. Uh, Borderlands movie confirms Kate Blanchett will star as Lilith, because mm-hmm. I know last time it was a bit up in the... Well, they basically knew, but Lionsgate yeah. confirmed it. Yeah. Um, Sonic movie's getting a sequel, reportedly greenlit for a sequel. It's on Blu-ray yeah. next week. You can buy it and own it forever, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I could, yeah. Cherish I probably it. won't do that. Um, Why not? Well, I haven't. I haven't seen it. I don't really buy things without seeing them because I uh, like to know if it's worth owning. You know? There are exceptions I mean, sure. to the rule. <laughs> what you think? Sonic I'm, I'm being genuine day, now. Not Sonic. day one purchase. <laughs> like Parasite, I watched that last night and I hadn't seen it. That's a bought, bloody good movie. Just bought that, bought that. Exactly. See, I knew it would be good. That's and on I knew my list I'd like well. it. It's very Say good. That's very on my good. list as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It was. Out now, out now. Out now on Blu ray. Buy it, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last on the quick news Prey VR for PSVR shows up on a retailer. That's cool. Mm. I'm Will it be an all new Prey? thing or just vr support for well we don't really i don't i don't, I don't know Imogen, can you shed any any light on this i mean i um, thought we just had the name to go on right yeah it's just the name so far um mm. and it could be a whole like you know the whole shebang for psvr um mm. but yeah it's intriguing and i don't know if they would like add the rest of the dlc stuff that, that came with it because I, I imagine that'd be quite a beefy 
Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. it would with um, Moon Crash, yeah. wasn't it? That was really good. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it's that would be a good game to have in VR yeah. to sort of poke around that 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 space. Yeah, uh, and sort of have a look. I think. Um, um, but one of the things I was thinking about was like I was thinking about Resident Evil Seven, like the VR version of that. Oh God, yeah. And how that kind of the spaces really worked because it was very like claustrophobic spaces in the house. Whereas yeah, like Talos sure. One is very very big and open in some areas, so I yeah. don't know whether you'll get the same um, feeling I guess from it. Yeah, but that's really interesting. Yeah, it works so well for mimics. horror because I can imagine yeah. the mimics. The mimics <laughs> will VR. be jumping out <laughs> at you. But I'm thinking about like movement options as well. Like, will you teleport? Yeah. And then what does that do to the glue gun? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, you're right. Well, they had they had a good thing on uh, Blood and Truth. Oh, well, yeah. the good thing was Colin Salmon, but they Obviously. had another good thing in Blood and Truth, and it was, it was you've got the teleport zappy thing yeah. for, for 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 VR, but rather than zap you there, you sort of pick that point, and then it's a bit then it just becomes an on rails shooter like Time Crisis. Oh, so okay. it, you just sort of slowly your character will move to that point, but you can feel free to look around, you know, as they go, which yeah. I thought was quite. a it didn't make me feel like I was going to vomit, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sort of allowed you to see a little bit more. That'll about do us for the quick news. Let me get onto the slightly beefier news. Or maybe not. Maybe our thoughts will not be provoked. Um, mm. The first one, I guess the biggest one, is The Last of Us 2 got a nutty 20-minute gameplay footage and details thing yeah. the other day. I didn't watch it because... Well, even if I wasn't playing it, I wouldn't watch the. I, I don't really understand. I guess I understand. I just don't want to see stuff like that before mm. I've played a game. I mean, I, it's it's sort of like, oh, here's ten minutes of a movie. Mind you, they do that as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do. <laughs> but either way, people saw it and people were. Ex- did you guys? Did you guys see it? Or? I, I watched bits. Because mm. no. I was a, in the middle of playing it. Yeah, 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 I hadn't got to that point yet. I think oh, okay. I just got to the hospital and was like, oh, I'll be playing this bit soon. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. maybe I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, yeah, that, that, and and also, and this is something that I think is <clears throat> really, really impressive. Um, in Europe, I can't speak for America, but in Europe, pre-orders of The Last of Us 2 have actually beaten Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that is, to me... Bonkers when you consider how big Spider, like the IP of Spider-Man, is yeah, right. is just ludicrous. And also for the Last of Us two being, uh, well, an eighteen as well. Yeah. It's like when you've got when you've got like the sort of the younger appeal of of Spider-Man that mm-hmm. opens the audience up. It's mm-hmm. kind of doubly impressive. That it's like well, you could, it, it's beaten it on on pre-orders and it's the most eighteen game that's ever been made. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. GTA 6 could launch in 2023. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what oh, a funny uh, humdinger of a headline because it's like GTA 6 oh? yeah. could launch oh? uh-uh. in 2023. Oh. Oh, just anything GTA 6, <laughs> I'm immediately just cynical. Just no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't. Rockstar <laughs> well, probably don't know. <laughs> It it is true. I I totally feel you on that. The, uh, this one uh, slightly beefier. It came from Take Two, uh, a report on Take Two's marketing budget. Um, so that Take Two's filed through its annual 10k forms with the US with the SEC. 
the US Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, and Take-Two noted uh, a, a spike in its marketing budget for the fiscal year ending 2024, and that, and that it expects to spend $89 million on marketing between April 2023 uh, and the end of March. So people are saying, oh, that could be, you know, that that points to, you know, it's that pattern as what they've spent in the past on marketing and things like that. So it could, yeah. you know, could well be that. That would be, that would be 10 years between yeah. GTAs. Yeah. God, yeah, that's, is that the longest gap there's ever been? Half-life's getting pretty long. Okay, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair point. <laughs> but, I meant between but, GTAs, but, to be honest. And the difference is, I suppose, is that we don't actually know that Half-Life is happening. Like, like we sort of know, I suppose, well, famous last words, I suppose we think we know that GTA 6 is happening, and Mm. I'd bet money on it happening. But yeah, it it would be the biggest gap between Grand Theft Autos, for sure. Um, Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) uh, Hideo Kojima's latest project got rejected, uh, even after, he he sort of had had a pitch that got turned down. Uh, and he said, "quote something that happens often in this industry." Uh, he, he, and he, it's kind of cool because, like, even you know, people that make Death Stranding and people that are very big AAA developers with their own yeah. studios still get turned down by the money folks. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? It's um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely interesting. And I think it's like nice, I mean, like not in a nice way, but it's like nice to hear as well that like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, for sure, it happens. It's like. It happens, and, yeah. and, and he's kind of—he was open about that, and he said we've already crossed the line where we're not losing any money, uh, and including we've returned all the development costs of Death Stranding. So, we, you know, they've reached a sales figure, which he says is a success. Um, got the PC version of Death Stranding coming out, and secured as much profit as possible in preparation for what's next. So, don't worry. Well, we don't know what's next, yeah. but that's, that's a studio to watch. Like I'm in tra- after Death Stranding, which I think. <clears throat> Looking back on it now, uh, I liked Death Stranding a lot. Yeah, me too. It did a lot of things really well, yeah. and there was a lot of scepticism going into that game. Um, but it was cool. Square Enix, Squeenix, Enix, uh, mm-hmm. won't comment on Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to other platforms, quote, for now. For now. Yeah, weird so choice of words there. Yeah, so it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive um, and a pretty bloody big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's during a financial uh, presentation that the president, Yosuke Matsuda, said uh, that the, the company has, quote, initiatives to capture players uh, throughout the year. So, I, <laughs> I mean, I suppose I'm getting kind of DLC vibes from this. Yeah. What do you guys think? I don't know about DLC. Capture players throughout the year. I mean, what on earth else Might could that be? Might be like more marketing or something. <laughs> Are you, are you reckon just, we're just going to slap a few more ads on? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it just sort of capture players? Like, oh, yeah, I suppose, I suppose it Or maybe they're physically going to capture players, go out and sort of... Just with nets. Yeah. Scoop them up with nets, yeah. Like in like in The Lost World, with mm. um, uh, the guy who was in Inception as well, Peter, Pete Postlethwaite. Do you remember when he... Oh, was yeah. he in The Lost World? He was, yeah. Do you remember when he was in that jeep with that big net and they were catching yeah. the animals? I was thinking like, more of Planet of the Apes in the field. 
Oh yeah, and that as well. Yeah, yeah it'll be a quite a lot like that. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, on the on the bigger news, uh, Sony wants new PlayStation Four games to also work on PlayStation Five uh, from July. This was a, a report that came from Eurogamer. Uh, it's been claimed that game developers uh, submitting games for certification on the PlayStation Four. Uh, to be released after the middle of July, must make efforts to ensure their games will also work uh, with the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I'm liking yeah. it. Both Good. the major companies make it... Well, I say that there are three... There are many major companies. Nintendo is also one of them. Um, but the, 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 the two main home console companies, uh, just making backwards compatibility a big thing. Yeah. It's good. Absolutely. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. The right noises... Yeah, right, listen. Yeah. Listen, the two of you. Oh, yeah. I think you both know what time it is. Uh, time to say goodbye, right? <laughs> oh, really? You're going to bow out of the quiz? You're going to admit a brutal defeat? Uh, it was an allusion to my previous uh, Oh, stupidity. yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're all over the shop this week. Yeah. You're, 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 are, you, are you coffeed up at the moment, by the way? I am, yeah. I feel like I need another one, though. Yeah, we've got some good coffee chat coming mm. up from the listeners. By the way, oh, oh good. And we got yeah, we got some, we got some, and we got some, we got some good, we got some ripe questions, which I'm looking forward to picking through. But yes, it is that time. Both of you need to psychologically brace yourselves for the gauntlet that is the <laughs> weekly quiz. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And I have, as ever, backup clues because I don't like draws. It's quizness time. Uh, Clue number one. I won't go through the rules. The rules are in the jingle. I say it every week. If you're new to the quiz, pay attention to the jingle. It's all there for you. Um, Indeed. Who was the current... Rich, I know uh, you won last week, didn't you? Uh, did yeah. I? I don't remember. Yeah, what Rich was it again? The, um, was it Salt Lake City? From the oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, okay, right. <clears throat> Clue number one. I am the ideal location for a tea party. Ooh, Ooh stop. Richard Walker. Is it Boston. Uh, ye- I can't ex- from something. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot on the trail. Yeah. Uh, My mind also but, went there. I was like, yeah. Oh, but- oh wow. <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys? Are you guys gonna get? Uh, should I get? Should I get some more clues out, or are you gonna just start to think taking of, some rabid guesses? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to think of a game set in Boston yeah, now. Same. <laughs> okay. Well, let me. Let me. Um, let me get, let mm. me crack on then. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I'll do I'll do one of the clues that won't help you anymore because it was just quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm featured in more than one video game every year. Oh, uh, it's well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, how's about this then? Mm. Uh, you won't need to pack much for your trip. In fact, you might leave a lot heavier than you arrived. Even not heavier than you arrived. Mm. Clue number four. Uh, most would say that despite my chilly weather, I still make for a rad holiday. Stop, is it? Image Boston. of Donovan. 
from Fallout. Oh, yeah, I was this about to say winner. that. I was about to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joint win. Just you pipped me. That's quite funny. That's quite funny. Yeah, well done. Um, th- I mean, I was. I my first clue just blew it wide open, really, didn't it? Yeah. Although, to be fair, you guys, that's you. It's pretty sharp on it. Like, I sort of feel that's not that obvious. Although maybe it just is. The, the Boston, Boston Commonwealth, right? Is it yeah, the common, uh, yeah, from Fallout 4, it's, yeah. It's yeah. part of the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth also includes yeah. a number of other little territories. Mm. But yeah, ideal location for a tea party, yes. Uh, it's a reference to the Boston Tea Party, the political yeah. and merchantile protest mm-hmm. of, uh, of 1773. Uh, <clears throat> most would say that despite my chilly weather, I still make for a rad holiday, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, radiation. Yeah. I was about to go in <clears throat> and then Imogen got, got there before me. Yeah, and Damn. you won't need to pack much for your trip. In fact, you'll leave a lot heavier because of just encumbrance and yeah. weight mm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> featured in more than one video game every year, MLB and NBA both feature the home. What about NFL? And NFL. Team, NFL too, yeah. NHL? Possibly. The Boston Bruins? Oh, yeah, maybe oh, the Bru- so. The Bruins are the hockey team, right? Yeah, I think you're right. The Bruins, that makes sense. Uh, and then the other one was, I'm a prime destination for dog walkers because of dog meat. Oh. Uh, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, well done, Imogen. Uh, you've taken absolutely uh, stormed ahead. Although, Rich, you sounded like you were hot on her heels there. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I was literally going to say it. Just my brain was uh, much slower than Imogen's today. It's the need for that coffee coming back to bite you. It's like Imogen's <laughs> brain's running like Windows 10, mine's on Vista. <laughs> it's because this is like the most social interaction I've had in like days. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, keep the conversation yeah. going quick. You got the energy <laughs> flowing through you. Yeah. yeah. All right, good stuff. Right, it's about time to listen to the listeners. Uh-oh. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Uh-oh. Little holes in the top. 100%. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know the stick. 100%. Wow. You don't sweat, you smell great, as evidence today. Mm. Uh-oh. 100%. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You know the drill. Chip them on in. We may answer them. We may shoot them down if they're mad theories. We, we you know, we love a comment, mm-hmm. and we we always do our utmost to answer any uh, any queries and yeah. also questions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this first one from Tiger Tales Radio. <clears throat> as AAA games already take years to build, with potentially hundreds of people working on a studio. Uh, on a single title, do you think it's going to take studios longer to release AAA games <clears throat> that take advantage of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X? And do you think that the increased costs of game creation uh, will have an impact on the cost of the game for the consumer? Will we see fewer AAA games this generation? I will say, first of all, I don't think we will see fewer. No. I think, I think as ever... I mean... <clears throat> trying to pin down exactly what we mean when we say AAA is actually quite a difficult thing. It's not as easy as you as you kind of think that it is. You can always point to, um, if you look at something like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, for instance, if you put that as your AAA, then 
a number of other big franchises are significantly smaller than that, right? I mean, Ub- Ubisoft employed, I think, 15 studios to make yeah. Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything less than that seems to be... But, you know, are there going to be fewer sort of big blockbuster games? I don't think so. What, what do you guys think? Well, weren't there similar concerns <laughs> when PS4 and Xbox One were coming out? That you know, spiraling development costs would be an issue. And yeah, it's like, well, it was... yeah, I don't know. It's it depends on pipelines and <clears throat> tech and all that, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah, that's true. And and I also think that um, you'll get a lot of AAA games that don't take full advantage of the new hardware, and that probably won't for a little while. Mm. Um, so if you look at something like the PlayStation Three or the PlayStation Four, it was relatively late. Um, in 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 their life. So if you look at something like Uncharted Three, for instance, yeah. I mean that really took advantage of the PlayStation Three in a way that just hadn't hadn't really been do- like. So when you get to sort of that late period in a console's lifespan, you know that game would have basically been impossible at launch. Because if you compare yeah. that to Uncharted One, it's um it's a completely different thing. So yeah. Naughty Guard, will there- uh, Naughty Dog, kind of at the vanguard of the <clears throat> the end of a console generation, aren't they? Yeah, I think I think they are. They're, they're, they're good at sort of squeezing it for mm. for all it's worth. Metal Gear Solid Four, also another really good showcase for that. Yeah, for really oh, using God, yeah. that. That that sort of holds up now, mm. really, when you play yeah. it. Um, so I don't think there'll be fewer, but we may well see. It may well just be you know in the mid cycle towards the back end that we start to really see ones where you think, oh, this absolutely could not have been done, yeah. you know, previously, yeah. or it looks completely unlike anything I've seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do think uh, the game's creation costs are moving upwards and, and, and I think pretty much constantly moving upwards anyway, uh, regardless of hardware, because it, it just takes more hiring more staff. Um, you know, I mean, something like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, again, to to use that example, it's it's not really much to do with the hardware they've been on this generation for a number of years now, but it's to do with ambition and scope of the project, isn't it? Mm. So. Anyway, yeah. anyway, something to think about. Uh, <clears throat> this from uh, Kieran. Having seen Near Automata and The Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses live uh, performed orchestrally, are there any video game series or standalone games you'd love to see performed live other than Streets of Rage? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, right, because yesterday... I saw a little snippet of um, some Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack being performed live, and it was amazing. Really? Oh. It was so good, yeah. Like the original mm. composers um, with a with a violinist and a drummer and stuff. <laughs> and it was really That's good. Great. Oh, well, you can't have that as an answer, I'm afraid. Uh, why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> he said other than Streets of Rage. Well, you and I have seen uh, Skyrim and Fallout music. We live, did, we? yeah, we mm, did. It, which uh, was very good. Hammersmith Apollo wasn't it that, yeah. that was excellent that. it was really cool that was <coughs> um, really good I don't know what about um... oh man <laughs> there's so many to I choose would, from I would really like to see uh, the soundtrack to The Last of Us performed live <clears throat> that's a good choice yeah that would be great that's a solid Gustavo choice Gustavo Santao Lala and, and they have done that I think at a couple of different theatres they've, they've played they did that um one night live that performance of the last of us the first game oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it had lots of like musical accompaniment yeah. which sounded amazing i'd love to see that sound i think that's one of the best soundtracks in a long time the mm. first game but yeah what about you imogen have you got any sort of 
um, top picks. Well, yeah, like when um, it was the uh, Assassin's Creed Symphony, I think that that's oh, what it was yeah, called. Right. Um, and then when that was like kind of floating around, and I was like, oh, I really want to go see that. And then um, <laughs> I think some of them end up getting cancelled. I think because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would really, really oh, like to go and see that. That'd be so cool. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. Um, in particular, which is the what do you? Is it Origins that you like? It's the the ones by Jesper Kidd, isn't it? That's your um, your sort of preferred ones. I mean, they're all good. Um, and Odyssey I, soundtrack's great as yeah, well. Yeah, I really like um, Sarah Shatner's like work on it. Like, as in, she did Origins and she did a bit of Unity as well, and yeah. they just sound so cool. Like Unity's is really, really cool because they got I think I like, got three different people all working on it. Um and oh. there was a very like kind of specific kind of theme through them all that's really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Uh what have we got next? <clears throat> so uh oh Michael says what release date can we expect for Yakuza like a dragon? Given every given everything going on at the moment, probably the end of the year, right? See, now I was thinking sort of July, August, but that's looking unlikely. Mm. Um, but yeah, because normally there's what, roughly a six month gap? Yeah, usually. Although um, I wonder yeah. if that will stay the same, because there's been such a good reception uh, for the mm. series in, in the West of late, it seems. But but it, there's all sorts of localization and different issues that they have to do, so. Yeah. Yeah, summer would be, be good, wouldn't it? Well, we know that because it's coming to Series X and PS5 now that it'll definitely be out by the end of the year. But mm. pff, God knows when. No yeah, idea. It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, now this one is uh, well. There's actually there's a, there's a couple. So this one is uh, <coughs> from. Uh, actually, let's go for this one. This is from Jake, and mm-hmm. it's a comment. Which I okay. quite like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm currently playing through Death Stranding for the first time. I just want to say, I think the connectivity with other players, like the signs, the luggage drops, the ropes, the ladders, and even the footprints, is genius. It works perfectly with the game's narrative. I also, I I remember when reviewing that game, just being very, very pleasantly surprised at how well uh, the Social Strand stuff actually worked. Yeah. How much it wasn't gimmicky, and it did sort of meaningfully enrich play and sort of tie into the game's needs. Did you, were you a fan of that part of the game, uh, Rich, when you played? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, it's something yeah. that I actually put quite a bit of time into as well. Yeah, um, it was It was funny when we were playing, because I think when when it then released, because we got, we got it fairly early, yeah. but then when that released... Well, I just com- <laughs> oh no, you that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you got it like that's a week before, thing. didn't you? Mm, days. Um, days. <laughs> I'd say uh, pretty quick. <laughs> days stranding. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> but uh, but even so, like when it released publicly, the the social stuff just went bloody mental. Like you could level up incredibly quickly because when when people really started jumping on the servers. Mm. I remember that sort of like like our like Dan when he jumped on he he like almost chased up to our levels in like a couple of days right yeah 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 like you just get so many thumbs up from your fellow players but no yeah that I I agree yeah sort of subtly really meaningful innovative mm-hmm. uh, mechanics good stuff yeah yeah absolutely good stuff um, 
<clears throat> Michael says, will Atlas ever port Persona 4 Golden from the Vita to the PS4? I'm not buying a Vita for one game, and a port seems like easy money after the success of the fifth one, and it's re-released. Don't they want more money? That's funny. I have the fourth one. I borrowed it from Dan, because he's got a little pot on his desk, and it had a few Vita games in there. So I've got Persona 4 currently, and I'm looking forward to playing it. It seems like they're just kind of leaving that on the Vita, though, right? Yeah, I can't see them porting that. Because it's, um, it's a PS2 game, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, originally. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I wouldn't wait. <laughs> Get yourself a Vita and uh, that. What I would say is, uh, when you say, Michael, you're not going to buy the Vita for one game, don't worry about it. Buy the Vita. Play the many, many good games that it has. <laughs> it's a great, great console. Also... Um, Lest we forget, remote play, very cool. Remote play, play yeah. Yeah. For play sure, your PS4 sure. and PS3 games in bed. It's great, yeah. yeah. I did that with The Last of Us. It was brilliant. There you go. Um and uh but yeah, all sorts of stuff like uh just a, it was a it's a great platform for indies. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's so many good things on that console. Hotline Miami's Ollie, good on Hotline that. Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh bloody good stuff. Uh, and then let's uh, well actually we've got we'll, we'll do two more this first one is called not uh, it's from someone called not safe for work mongoose uh, which <laughs> I, I don't imagine any mongoose is safe for work unless it's some sort of um, zoo or vets maybe and, and, mo- and the mongoose the maybe the mongoose is securely housed in a cage of some mm. sort yeah. then maybe sure. it'll be safe although mongoose Mongooses, mongoose. Um, I don't imagine they're to be dangerous animals. No, no, no don't they deal with snakes? Yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. But they might, you know, they might think that your arm is a snake and just suddenly go after it. Only if you move it in a snake-like fashion. Which I do. In which case, you're asking for trouble. Fair play. Uh, not safe for work. Mongoose says, <laughs> "This question makes me laugh. I don't really understand the question, but it's still funny." Um, do you think the Nintendo Switch is the most stable it's ever been, or can it become even more stable? I feel like, didn't we have this question? I think this was a question that I that I <laughs> that I mentioned last week, but I don't think I actually read it out in the proper question. Like when I was de- when I was sort of getting all the questions uh, ready last week, I think I, I had to read it to you guys just as we were chatting mm. before we actually started recording, right? Because it, ju- it just made me laugh, and I can't remember what you said, so I put it into the questions this week, and I thought, why when I'll read was that it? One out. When was it unstable then? <laughs> don't know the most stable it's ever been or can it become even more stable well i think the, the switch is is uh, more than stable for a start it's doing really really well maybe he means he's propped it up on a table with something yeah and it's really stable yeah like before maybe. he was just sort of it was on a slippy surface yeah because that little the little um thingamajimby bomby that's on the back of it that lets you yeah. stand it up it always looked a bit flimsy didn't it yeah it doesn't work very well and uh, i suppose if you've got the switch light that's the that's the ultimate instability because you just have to hold it. Exactly, yeah. no little flip out thing. Yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. a perfectly flat surface as well. Very unstable. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, well, anyway, switch. But yeah, it's very stable. stable. To answer this question, yes. To answer your question, uh, yes, I think it can become more stable if stability is uh, synonymous with success. Mm. Sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. That'll about do us. Uh, thanks as ever to the listeners uh, <clears throat> for emailing in your comments. Especially appreciate the comment 
uh, along with the questions and theories. I do have some other ones. If yours didn't get read out, tune in next week. I've got some more, got some more crumpet-based ones for you next week. It's going to be good, good stuff. Um, oh yeah, we've neglected the crumpets this week. We have. I mm. felt a bit bad because we went crumpet mental last week, mm. uh, and for about fifteen twenty minutes, we were we were solidly on the crumpets. So I thought well, this just, week. Um, yeah, just know that I have eaten crumpets today. So Rich has Rich has had crumpets. I'm representing. And absolutely, and and and, and, and I sent I sent a picture through to Rich of my of the kitchen counter. It's ludicrous. Um, we're just with uh, I've got so many different brands and deline- delineations of crumpet I've got mm-hmm. sourdough um, you know the little giant bakery. Oh, oh god yeah Mul- multi-grain I've got I've got the Warburton's giant ones I mean, very partial to a whole grain crumpet I it, it really good really mm. good I, I wholeheartedly endorse multi-grain crumpets mm. um, like the crumpet corner chat I think could have been like postponed an extra week because um, you know that like really wild like recipe someone sent in with like the cheese. Oh and my the god! Ham. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then Rich was like, "You should look into the vegan version of that." And I personally have not been able to follow yes. up on that mission. So, so we can until uh, yeah, absolutely good thinking, good thinking. Until we can Report. all in good conscience assemble and say, "Yeah, we honestly gave that a try." Oh, yeah. I can I can respond and I will respond to the to the to the bold young listener. Uh, who emailed in a couple of weeks ago, uh, because I think I can finally comment on the theory that was put forward uh, that it's the butter that's the most important thing and that it's the butter that elevates it. And I think having tested uh, salted uh, just supermarket-owned brand butter next to Lurpak, which is unbelievable, Lurpak will elevate a sort of middle-tier crumpet um in a in a way that the supermarket owned brand will not yeah. i mean i've had yeah. i don't want to name names i don't want to shame brands but what i will say mm-hmm. and shout out to chris prest is that i think so far warburton's have taken the biscuit or taken the crumpet as mm. it were mm. yeah um although I, I, I had the sainsbury's crumpets this morning oh yeah they, they were they were not bad yeah. yeah, no, the, 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 there's there's some great brands out there. I just one of the things that steers me toward Warburton's is also the the the, the height uh, of the crumpet. It's very sure. easy to get. Like some crumpets, you have to sort of have to sort of jimmy them into the toaster a little bit, there, or or sort of squash them a bit preemptively. Mm. Uh, it's a real shame. That's probably pro- pro- yeah. Anyway, so that's 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 the crumpet stuff. Uh, I can I can say definitively uh, to the listener that emailed in before. You're I think you're absolutely right. I think the butter can elevate it like nothing else and and if you were going to have if you were going to shell out a bit of extra cash the smart thing to do would be don't shell out the cash on the crumpet shell it out on the butter that's what i'll say anyway thanks to the listeners thanks to warburton's uh (laughs) thanks to imogen thanks to rich i'll do the wrap up thanks to adam b Sorry, Andy I, f- B. I fucked it. I always do that. <laughs> They've both got names beginning with A. Thanks to Adam Cook and Andy B. And Colin Mahern mm-hmm. for, the, for the various lovely jingles that we've got. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Do go on Twitter. I'm at Joshy Wise. Rich is at RichieW82. Imogen's at underscore Don Lothario. Uh, Videogamer.com is our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Go on Videogamer.com for all of your video gaming needs um and i think have i is have i missed anything out of the wrap did you up? did you say that you're at, at joshy wise i did yeah. i did you did i missed I did. that yeah 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I think that'll do us. Sorry, I, I, was, I, had, I was having far-off thoughts of crumpets. We've run <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. We've run Rich out has now, been so it's, swept you know. away on a sweet crust of buttery madness. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a, a, a warm and fond goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Imogen. Bye. <laughs>